Hello and welcome to another episode of the Back to Warcraft podcast. This is number 11, 11 days, 11 days, 11 broadcast, 11 podcasts. I don't know, 11 weeks in. Uh, it is June 3rd, 2021, and I am joined by a man I haven't seen in quite some time. He's been on vacation. He's been MIA. He's been enjoying his freedom. It is Neo. Neo, how are you? I've been looking for freedom for so long, brother. I'm relaxed. I'm excited. I'm good. I'm Oh man, I haven't felt this good in forever, and my vacation just started, so I wonder what, what peak Neo is going to be in the last uh, week of June, but yeah, a little bit of a rocky road to start the vacation, but apart from that, uh, I, I think I'm, I kind of arrived in vacation land now. You're used to it now. It was a little weird at first. There was some stuff you still had to handle, even yep. though like you, but you weren't casting, you weren't doing any coverage, which is like a vacation in itself, I think. Yeah. Um, so maybe a little bit of behind the scenes work even uh, isn't too, too bad. But um, now you feel you're you're in vacation mo mode. What is vacation mode for Neo? Did you sleep three, three days oh, yeah. straight? Like what? what uh... <laughs> I got home Monday at around noon from Meisterschaft because we were in Berlin and I ordered some food. Like nasty McDonald's stuff, really disgusting. Oh, yeah. Like nothing. Couple of dirty, good. couple of dirty burgers. Eh? <laughs> yeah, Just a couple exactly. of dirty burgers. Actually, some nuggets as well, and uh, shrimp and stuff. Like just nasty fried stuff and burgers. And I ate them in bed. That was great. Wait, hold on a sec. Shrimp from McDonald's? Yeah, man. Fried shrimp. What the hell are you guys doing in German McDonald's? It's like a special or something. Because oh, it's okay. summer or whatever. I don't know. I I, I don't give was a shit. Was it good? Yeah, like, yeah, it was uh, a little too fried for my taste, but yeah, mm. um, like McDonald's shrimp, but what can you expect? It was just, uh, it was just yeah. good. So I spent all day in bed that I slept until Tuesday morning, I think, <laughs> so <laughs> almost an entire day. Um, And then Tuesday, yeah, I handled some stuff regarding WGL qualifiers and uh, stuff like that. And nothing really too fancy that day. Yesterday, I met up with a friend. We spent the entire day in parks because it's allowed to drink outside again. And bars are opening their outdoor areas again. So that was a good one. Just, just you know, walking around, enjoying nature a little bit, enjoying a couple of beers. It was, it was fun. Day was a little hungover. <laughs> Who would have thought? And then I watched hockey. I had no a shit. I had a hockey day. All the sticks on the ice, all the pucks on the net, all all that stuff. It's a World Cup going on or something. And uh, mm. Germany is decent, but not that great in hockey, especially compared to the great nation of Canada, right? Oh, Canada. Well, uh, Roberto Luongo picked the team for this uh, this season. He didn't do a good job. I think Canada's dog shit right now. They just picked a bunch of ringers. And uh, yeah, I mean, a bunch of kids. But It's NHL playoffs at the same time, right? So you can't pick your superstars. Anyway, that's but, true. That's true. Uh, we had basically a derby against Switzerland today in the quarterfinals, and that match was epic. We were down zero two and looked hopeless as Switzerland was the big favorite. We had back to back finals before, and here we are, a little underdog team from the Germanys, and they fought back like wild lions. End of the second uh, third, they scored the one two, and there was hope again. It was hope again. Nice. Oh, yeah, baby. And they fought the entire third, uh, not quarter, third, third? It's called third, third, whatever. Yeah, the final well, first period, first period, second period, period yeah. third period. Third period, then. And they fought. And they tried. 
and uh, they 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 threw their bodies and in everything, but they couldn't get the goal. Couldn't get the goal, so they took the goalie off the ice. One minute down, and they pass, yep. and they pass, and they pass, and it's twenty seconds on the clock, and yep. boom, they score into overtime, baby. There it is, man Epic. advantage. Pulled the goalie. There it is, classic. There it is, absolute Beauty. classic. Everybody overjoyed, but then of course there's overtime. We know uh, pretty wild attacks from Swiss coming, but our goalie, the Kraken, the Riga Kraken, got everything, and it was penalties. Oh, no, you took a penalty in OT? Wait, they called penalties in OT? No, 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 uh, overtime was over, and then there was... Uh, oh, okay. Uh, oh, penalty shots, penalty pen, shots, pen, shootout. Penalty shots, yeah, yeah, shootout. Hell yeah. And we miss, and they miss, and they miss again, and we miss, and then they score, and then there's pressure no. on us. But we got nerves of steel, buddy, and we got the 1-1, and then our goalie got the fifth shot, and this our, our man starts, and he... Pulls off the greatest shot in hockey history, and boom! It's a two and one, and Germany is in the semifinals. It was epic. Damn, I love absolute, hockey. absolute dangles, sweet sellies. Everyone's buzzing on all cylinders. That's lo I love to see. That. I love the passion you have in hockey. Obviously, you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about, but nope. that was uh, that was great. I mean, you you watched that whole game? Were you hammered watched, or what? Like, no, I watched the whole game. I was a little hungover, so I had a uh, kebab uh, as well during hockey mm. time and it's kind of cool because you know they are not millionaires these guys are playing there they're just in to represent the country and, and play the big tournament and it was really really cool to see how uh, it's just a bunch of buddies you know it's not like the 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 football squad we got where they're all come across as arrogant and stuff just a bunch of dudes playing a game and uh very successfully so it was fun it was cool there was i was uh, a little emotional actually it was great yeah, That's my good. day, my hockey day. So semifinals on Saturday, grand final on Sunday. Gonna be great. Who are you guys playing in the semis? You know? I don't know, man. I think uh, U.S. is still in, Canada is still in, and Czech Republic, I think, or Finland. I'm Ooh. not sure. I see. But you beat Canada already, right? We did beat you, indeed. Mm -hmm. So if it's Canada, not so bad. U.S. is pretty strong, and then uh, Czechs are always good. Uh, that's cool, man. That's cool. You're enjoying yourself, watching a little yeah. bit of telly, you know, hanging out. Going out. Is it weird? You know what's weird for me is this weekend, you know, you were gone, but uh, we casted uh, next. Yeah. yeah, we casted a lot of a lot of shit. Um, basically, it was like four days straight, I think. And I think finally on the Monday um, after I did ESL Cup Europe, I went outside and the like the I don't know if it was like the light or the heat, but I, I had to like squint like I was like squinting. <laughs> Because like the brightness, but like you, I could feel the vitamin D. Oh yeah, going into my body. Is that from the sun? Vitamin D, right? That that is the sun, indeed. At the exact yeah, vitamin same C. Feeling. Vitamin C is in the orange juice. But vitamin, yeah, I could feel the vitamin D like entering, and I was like, dude, like I gotta go outside more. Yep, there's something. Do you get I that feeling too? Oh yeah, uh, we have a pretty big terrace, so. I put on my noise-canceling headphones so the neighbors don't annoy me, and I sit on the terrace and I just listen to music for like six hours straight. And yeah, Wednesday, I went out as well, super sunny. I feel it too, man. It's like your energy level is just rising by the minute. It's crazy. We should really yep. go out more, man. Yeah, you don't understand like how how much your body needs like sunlight when you like deprive it for so long. Like I think I didn't go out from. 
you know, Friday morning until Monday <laughs> afternoon. I didn't go outside. Uh, it's crazy. I had to go to Costco. I remember driving to Costco Thursday afternoon or no, Friday afternoon. And it was like super packed. And I was like, nope, not waiting in line. So I just went back <laughs> home, ordered food because <laughs> that's how I roll. But then, uh, yeah, I finally went yesterday morning, an hour after they opened. And it was like dead, dead as a daisy. So I just, I got my shopping done. But you feel that, man, when you go outside after a while. And um, I got to encourage people, if you're listening to the podcast or, or whatever, go outside, man. It's yeah. good for you. Just sit, out, sit on your porch, you know, go outside, maybe go for a run or something. It's The sun is good for you, man. Yeah, I uh, I don't run because then I sweat and I hate sweat. But going for a walk, I have the harbor pretty close here, like five minutes by foot. So uh, there's a little park. There's a chill in the park, watching the boats, yell at the birds. Yeah, that's what I do. How is it uh, to be the captain of the Back to Warcraft team right now? Because uh, real good thing about you, people might not know this. You're you're just stepping up to the occasion, man. You're just taking responsibility when when it's needed uh you're basically basically leading the team now you like that eh um yeah i mean i've begun the process of the hostile takeover while you're gone um it's slowly slowly chipping away <laughs> eventually i give it another two months and everything will or two weeks and everything will be completely mine but uh no no, no. um i think uh i i enjoy it i enjoy it. it's a good team it's a good team. Everyone's uh, everyone's pretty good. Everyone wants to work. Everyone's excited. Um, <laughs> Neo smiling, but uh, <laughs> yeah. it's it it doesn't seem hard to me. Um, cool. I've only been doing it for three days, but uh, four days or whatever. But uh, no, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And um, yep, I told you that you can go on vacation and the ship will still sail straight and it's still sailing straight so far. And it's pretty good. Actually, as we're recording this, Carson is live with Theorycraft right now because it is Thursday. Um, so he's live right now. It's like 4, 14 PM. So he's been live for like 15 minutes doing Orc Day. That'll be on YouTube. Um, but by the time you see this, if you're patrons, it'll be on YouTube tomorrow. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it hasn't been an issue, man. It's, I enjoy it, of course. How was casting next for you? Because it was super oh. early and production-wise, it was always a little different with the Chinese, right? Yeah, so uh, pros and cons, super fucking early. It was four in the morning for me, which means it was one in the morning for Carson. Carson ended up staying up some nights just to get it done. Um, so the, the con was I was sleeping the whole weekend. Like a big reason why I didn't go outside that whole weekend was because I would uh, go to sleep at like six, seven in the afternoon. I would wake up at one or two in the morning. I would get the link. I would set up the stream. Carson would come in. We would do it. The stream so is the easiest part. It's literally two buttons. If you're doing a restream, you just go to our cameras and then you just go to the actual stream and they do all the work. They show the bracket. They show this and that. We don't have to do anything. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, just like the earliness, man, that was rough. I mean, when I say I wrote off my entire weekend off, cause I was off that weekend from work, I wrote it off. Like I was sleeping the whole time. I was very in zombie mode, um, doing that, but it was, uh, it was good. The games were sick. It's not every day that we get to see the, the Asian pros go. So that was a lot of fun. Um, some good games, uh, you get used to casting EU and, and NA, but when you go over there, everything's done correctly. Um, exactly the way you see it in the guides, exactly the way you see it when people are explaining it, it's actually done correctly. It makes it easier to cast as well. I actually think casting pros is easier than casting amateurs or semi-pros because they do it by the book and you know exactly what they're doing. 
for the most part, unless they're infy. And then, <laughs> for, and then you just, it, it just seems really easy. So pros, great games. The production too, like the delays were so minimal. Cool. Like I'm talking, they, they took a four minute break in between series and the games were up so quickly. Like they would show the, the next map and then they would hop right into it. I have to say, man, kudos to, to the Nettie's, uh, I guess it's Nettie's admins. They really got the games flowing. There wasn't a time where we weren't waiting for a game more than a minute and a half. Sick. Um, That's really good. It was, it was really good. Yeah. Some streams were like three hours, like two and a half hours, three hours long. It was so good, which I thought was really quick. Yeah. And that is like on Nettie, sometimes you have these join bugs, right? Where you start the game and one player is disconnecting or can't join the lobby or something. So either that didn't happen or they really prepared well. They did. <laughs> they did randomly throw a 30 minute break before the finals or oh. the semifinals, I think. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, what? I don't think we could, I don't think we could talk for this long. So we took like a, a 15, 20 minute break or something That's as well. Funny. But that was, it was nice to like go. I think we, Carson made breakfast. Like I made something to eat or something and it was great. And then we just came back. But uh, no, the event was great. It's just, yeah, the early hours were yeah, I read. I wrote off my entire my entire weekend. But the good thing is, because I was waking up so early, I could do the ESL Cup. Um, yeah, I could do the ESL Cup. So that was that was good as well. So it was good. The Canada boys getting comfortable on the big broadcast. Eh, last year was WCG. Then of course you do Dreamhack, and uh, now it's next as well. It's a takeover. Yeah, did you watch any of that or no? Uh, I watched a bunch of Next. Indeed, uh, Saturday before I went to Berlin. Um, oh, that's my microphone stand doing. Uh, before I went to Berlin, I watched pretty much all of it. Nice. You did good. You looked you like, good you like as the well. Ja I, was ro I was rocking the jacket. You yeah, did. You did. I like that. Yeah. It's always like it's it's so simple to just put on a jacket or a shirt or something, but it adds this extra value thingy. This a little bit. Yeah, little I was wearing bit. like this shirt. I think like yeah. with, like with the jacket over top. Like it wasn't wasn't rocking a three piece or anything like that, looking like a snack. But I was looking pretty <laughs> good. Um. No, I think like a tournament like that, you should show it a little bit of respect. I think I, I respect next tournament. And then like after day one, it seemed like a no brainer because like the admins were doing so well getting yeah. the games going. The communication was great. It just made it easier for me. So um, and yeah, it adds a little bit of spice to it as well. Like if you see guys waking up at like four in the morning with a jacket on like, OK, this is legit, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's sometimes the coolest part, because if it's early, chat is usually very, very good. And you just wake up for that. I don't know. It's uh, for me. It's cooler to cast at like six a.m. than it is to cast at around noon. Um, it's it's just something special because it's oftentimes something big as well. I don't know. I gotta some 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 people might complain like, oh, I have to set my alarm to four a.m. It's gonna be so so difficult. But yeah. uh, I love it, man. Like. Everything is quiet and peaceful, and you brew that first coffee, and once again, it's the energy levels, you feel it rising, you take a shower, and then you're just ready to go. Nothing is distracting you, nobody is messaging you uh, prior to the broadcast, really. You can just focus a lot more if it's that early. I love it. Yeah, you can hear the birds chirping as well. It's pretty great. The sun's just coming up. Fuck the so it's birds. Like <laughs> but uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something off of that, and it was a good point. Um <laughs> Fuck, I forget. Sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. I have really bad memory, though. Do you have good memory? I have, no. I have really bad memory. I like think my I... Memory, I don't know what happened. I, did, I didn't do drugs as a kid. Like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> maybe alcohol. Uh, maybe you're just yeah, getting maybe older. 
maybe you just don't exercise your brain too much. Like it's mm. it's not like we're in school, right? Where we do homework all the time, and then learn for tests and stuff. I think I wasn't good at that either, though. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> no, uh, I wasn't. Yeah. I think I have the. I think I have like some attention deficit thing. Oh yeah, like a t- I, attention to detail thing. Yeah, oh, a, that is. Uh, uh, I mean, you could probably confirm having worked with me for a bit. Like yeah. my parents never got me tested they would just say well go play outside like they, you know a lot of kids like my age like, with the same thing were on like medication or something my parents are like no just let him go run outside like a like a, a kid you know but uh yeah there's definitely something wrong with me um but there's also a lot of things right with you yeah so like it's a it's a good thing because like i i bring a lot of energy and stuff but there's That's times true. where there's times where like i'll forget like you'll tell me something on monday and then I'll forget it. Like, I'll just, I won't remember it. And like, I heard what you said when you said it. And like, if I get reminded, I'll be like, oh, but like, I don't remember. And that's a, it's a scary thing. That was you know, so that's funny. Like last, last podcast, uh, <laughs> I told the story with the Russians, right? And then I wanted to go all out clickbaity title because I, I don't know, why not? We can't do that really with other YouTube videos. So just F it. And I put why Neo hates Russians in the title. <laughs> Ricky is like, wait, did we talk about, did we talk about that? Did we talk about Russians? I was like, dude, just listen to me. Yeah, you you didn't reply, but I talked about it. Maybe it I promise, I promise you, even right now, I have no idea what you said. <laughs> I would have to go back. And, like, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't remember that at all. So like when you did that title, I was like, well, what the hell? Did, what, did we talked about Russians? And I still to this day don't remember what you said. Okay, so let's see if I'm, it I'm works. The- if, if you remember it when I uh, kind of retell the story. So I told mm-hmm. you that I have this one quiet place in my house. Where? The Russian music spamming. Exactly. Oh, there it is. See, like I had no idea. Yeah, the okay, the rave music late at night. Okay. Yeah, see, that's what it dude, I had dude. no idea until I get that jog memory. There's something wrong, Neil. There's something wrong, man. Oh man, but you get it. Like three words is enough and you get it. That's cool. Yeah, I was listening there. So that means I was listening. It just gets lost in the cerebellum. I don't know what it goes up there. And it's I don't know. It's um, I don't know what's going on. But we're uh, also getting you older, see, man. Yeah, we're all oh, I'm not that old. How old are you? Speak actually? for yourself. Yeah, you, you old the old bag. But uh, no, I'm um, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of getting I'm, oh, older. Yeah, 28, I'm, the, I'm, the, fine. I'm the oldest I've ever been. True. True, you know. very true, very wild. <laughs> so, like, all of me, this is the <laughs> oldest version. Um, the latest version? Yeah. All updated. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's not updated, but it, <laughs> it, is, the, it is the oldest version. <laughs> you, uh, you, you want to talk about Reddit. I was on Reddit. Did you see me on Reddit? Talk uh, about pigs? Yeah, man. And Trash this and is, Blizzard? This is something I want... <laughs> This is something I want to praise because we uh, talked about it maybe two episodes before um, that there's basically no activity and that people don't use clips and post them somewhere. And you guys out there, you listeners out there, you stepped up, especially Forks. Shout out once again to the uh, Brazilian cast of Forks. And there are a lot of clips now. There's a lot of content. There were even like praises for new maps there is questions that are interesting um there was like a little question by a guy like how do i quick shop something from my base and stuff that was super cool reddit in the past week 
is really, really nice, with one exception, that is one troll guy that we keep on banning, and he keeps on coming back and uh, spreads negativity about the undead race, but then we ban him again, and it takes some time, he comes back, yada, yada, yada. But anyway, all you diehards out there who uh, are stepping up now and sending in these posts, this is amazing. This is really, really cool, and I think it's also very important that that people do this, and we can't do it all, and I think it's easy to do. You watch a stream on your PC, on your desktop, and you see a cool moment, you clip it, you post it, it's done. And I hope uh, you will continue doing that, folks, out there. Uh, Don't be lazy. You, as a community member, uh, you can do a little work, too, to support the scene, and so far... I I mean, during... (laughs) Bless you! During this podcast, Thank I was, you. I was uh, ranting a lot, and I was complaining, and I was not satisfied a lot. Uh, so this is me changing things a little and giving praise, because I'm very happy with that development. Yeah, I've noticed the Reddit has been going up. You made the best example, and we'll, I'll, I'll iterate it again. People are sharing them, but not on Reddit. Like, for example, people are in a Discord, mm-hmm. and they'll post the clip, and they'll get reactions from four or five people. Everyone will laugh. Take that clip as well. Post on Reddit with a, with a little title. You can make it whatever you want. Like, it's that simple. Like, because I notice, like, when I'm in the discords, I see these funny clips and the people, like, want to show funny moments in the game, but then they're not on Reddit. And it's like, ah, put it on Reddit. Like, I might cut your grass and take your clip, bro. And then it's then it's my karma. Give me Don't that you karma. want the karma? Oh, everybody yeah. wants that karma. Everybody wants to be a star. Everybody wants that Reddit karma, right? Exactly. Don't you want the karma? Just if you're going to put it on a discord with your friends, uh, just put it on, on Reddit as well. It'll people will appreciate you for it. Yeah. Speaking of karma, there was one guy who was uh, posting about it's fair to say we had a good run July 3rd, 2002 oh. to present and says, oh, this game is so dead, blah, 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 blah. But again, you guys stepped up and you told him how wrong he is. And this is uh, probably the best state this game has ever been in with War 3 Champions and DreamHack ESL, etc, etc, etc. He had like 12 replies or something. All of them were just bashing him. <laughs> Some yeah. um, very intelligently explaining like what's going on and why it's so good. Others, of course, like, oh, fuck you. But I mean... The, the topic was provocative, right? You go to someone's house and you sit on the desk. What do you expect, right? Um, so it's okay to to curse a little at him, I guess, or her, whatever. Well, I think you take your licks. I mean, uh, kudos for him for stepping up. He had an opinion. You know, people are on there. Like, for the same reason I post a funny clip, someone could say, like, this is weird and not funny. Like, you, you know, you never know what you're going to get. But, uh, yeah, I read that, unfortunately, and I just... I, I, I didn't remember that. That's a good thing. I erased that one from the memory, but that was a really bad post. I agree with you. I think uh, Warcraft 3 is in the best state it's it's been for a very long time. Um, and it's great. Yeah, it was really cool to see that the, the scene, the people in the scene were just... I was a little afraid of looking into the comments of that topic because it could have been... Mm. Like, what if they agree? What, what if, if they, they agree? agree? If it's going to be yeah. an echo chamber, screw that. But nope, blasting him, contradicting him. Uh, so I was very, very happy with Reddit this week. Shout out to almost all of you. Yeah, that's good. That's good. We got some, we got some stuff coming up. You know, we got uh, WGL. We're actually uh, running the Western qualifiers, which is really exciting. It's great that WGL has let us into the tent. I think they've invited some players for the most part, but sometimes they're just straight Asia only. Um, so it's good. I don't know what the prize pool is yet, but I imagine it'll be similar 
I mean, maybe a little bit less, but still, a, it'll be a big prize pool, probably comparable to last season, correct? The winter from last year. Um, all the prize pools are relatively the same. Um, it's a little, so, yeah. It's a little tricky uh, because they do something similar to the international now. Uh, first of all, the Westerners were always part of GCS, except the first episode. Um, okay. But yeah, uh, nice that we keep that spot because... Like the Blade incidents last time where he no-showed and didn't deliver any media and refused the interviews, etc., etc. That could have cost us a spot or two. Like, why would they care? I mean, of course they want Foggy. He's a uh, fan favorite and all. But that Blade behavior could have cost the Western scene. And I'm really, really cool that they understand that it was just this one guy acting super degenerate, uh, super hurtful, and that this guy doesn't stand for the scene. But rather foggy, back to Warcraft, whatever. Um, so that was really cool. Shout out to Rob for that. And yeah, as I said, they have a monetization model pretty similar to the international. So you can buy skins, avatars, uh, I don't know, little glowy stuff, whatever. And that gets added to the price pool. So it's kind of hard to predict how much this is going to be. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I it's safe to say that it'll probably be quite a bit, yeah. um, enough to participate in, uh, you know, worth your while. Oh, yeah. Um, so we got qualifiers this weekend. <laughs> We're taking two slots from each qualifier. We're taking four people, and they will join the four invites, which I think are still pending, but we pretty much have them locked in. And basically, we'll have eight players in a Western uh, qualifier, closed qualifier, and then uh, two of those players will move on to the main event, as normal is, is normal with WGL. Two players will join 14 Asians. It'll be 16 players. Uh, top eight get paid. And I think last uh, event, top eight was guaranteed 1,500. Um, quite a quite a bit of change. Quite a bit of change. Yeah, I think first place was 40,000. Quite a bit of, quite a bit of, <laughs> of, a bit of money. Yeah, very top heavy. Yeah, I get frustrated now um, because, you know, the invites went by ELO rating. So Hitman... Obviously, got guts an invite. He's ranked four in the world right now. It's fucking crazy. What? Um, and it's also a big testament to how the ELO system does not work. Like, you can't have a cross ELO system with regional tournaments. Do you know what I mean? Because you get Happy Farming Europe, you get Hitman Farming NA, and then, like, for some reason, Happy's one and Hitman's four. And it's like, uh, that's a little crazy. I mean, I love Hitman, but <laughs> you're not ranked four. Um, so, yeah. So, we have but that. But anyway. He didn't drop a map. Since well, he's farming the ESL Cup wins too, like oh, yeah. so, like the NA ESL Cup, Dude. like he's just got a sheet of green all the way down. So, <laughs> um, it's a little, yeah, ELO cross server ELO with regional locked tournaments is, uh, I think, the main factor, but um, still deep runs in cups as well. So, I, 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 th I think it's still a good indicator um, to see how far someone is ahead from the second space in his region like you have to do a little trick with your brain to maybe dissect the one ranking into three rankings for europe america etc but um yeah it's a little unfair because fog is of course playing a lot of asians on bad ping conditions that doesn't get calculated into the elo while others always play on perfect conditions always win um so if you take a risk well then yeah you can drop elo points but uh it's, it's still a very, very good ranking that is working very, very well, I think. Yeah, and this is an issue I have, okay? WGL comes up. I'm just assuming that the prize pool is the same, okay? Even if it's cut in half, it's still a lot of money, It's still right? the biggest but tournament, I, like, by far. It's still the biggest tournament. And so my job 
as a dust manager <laughs> is to give my players the best opportunity to play. Okay, there's open qualifiers, but if there's a direct invite, which Hitman and Cruncher were eligible for because their ELO is high, um, my job is to say, hey man, you know, grind through a couple of Europe players, become the t- the two seeds in there. And then you just have to come out of a dust group, which is a four-man group, right? Uh, top two advance, and you win money, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. In fact, fifteen hundred is basically an entire circuit of DreamHack yeah. if you're a North American. Yeah. So it makes no fucking sense if I'm allowing you to skip the open qualifiers and play a two-day qualifier and then a group stage. That seems less to me than a whole month circuit for the same money. And and in Hitman's case, I got a little upset. Um, I, although I understand he could do whatever the fuck he wants, um, I got a little upset because the main event is going to be on. Well, the the Western qualifier is going to be Flow Good Hosting, so it's not a big deal. But the main event is going to be on Netties, and I know that he'll have 150 ping to other people's like 30. Um, but he played hundreds, maybe thousands of games on Netties for free. And now, and you've beaten all the people that will be in there. All the top 14 that join you, they're all Asians that you've beaten on netties probably at least five to ten times each. Okay? It's doable. And you did that for free, motherfucker. This time, we're going to put you in a group. If you upset people, you'll win a lot of money. If you don't, nobody's going to hold it against you. And it's a lot of money. Now, I know... That the times are always an issue. Like he'll probably be playing at like two in the morning or something ridiculous because I don't think they're going to cater to that. I think it's at like five or six p.m. their time, so the timing's going to suck for the main event. But it's like it's on a weekend. It could be a week long thing. I don't know if you can make it work, but I was just kind of upset. It's like, dude, there's a potential here for if you have a great run, you can make like tens of thousands of dollars. You're the best player in the world. What is the point? of grinding all the netties and getting yourself to that that skill level if you're not going to give it a shot here for the big bucks. It's a very good point. And I think in Europe we have the same situation since Happy is declining all the invites to Chinese tournaments for a while since he split with LF. Um, I think it's a very personal thing uh, to decline for like personal reasons. They don't like to play on it. Well, I don't really get that. Of course, I've never played on that level. I was never a competitor, but I, from my perspective, I just don't get it. Happy has won tournaments on Netties before playing from Russia. Uh, Foggy as well. They've beaten the best in the best. You said it, Hitman on on ladder there as well. They Hitman are- had three accounts, rank one Netties. Yep. Each with hundreds of games played per season. Like, it's not a matter of time. It's not a matter of time. Well, it's a waste of time. Dude, you've wasted more time for no gain. You know, like, Happy's case, I think, is a little different because WGL fucked him over with prize money, didn't they? They, like, jerked him around for too Uh, long. What was the the event that did it? It was a Chinese event. Probably Douyu. Was it Douyu? And he just just wrote off all Chinese events after that? Probably. I... Have yeah. to research it, but he did have to chase that money though. So I understand how he's like, "Fuck that whole region. I'm good where I am," you know. Um, because you I think still he had get to... it at some point, like especially with WGL being associated uh, with uh, or run by Netties associated with Blizzard, uh, they will pay. Like it takes some time, but they they will pay. Maybe maybe, maybe it's just the whole like stance that they take on Ping now. I won't play with more than 100 ping. Yeah. I won't play with more than 80 ping. Maybe that's what it is, which is, is also a huge issue. Yeah, so. it, 
but to me, it also feels like they are just throwing money out the window. Like, hey, yeah, well, that's uh, what I'm saying, yeah, bro. Like, exactly. when are you when are you gonna get an opportunity to get first place forty thousand dollars for Warcraft three? Because next year. I don't know if it's going to be there five years from now, three years from now, two years from now. We don't know. Yeah. Take it. What is the point of playing at this level and trying to get your like you're beyond us. You're beyond the plebs. You're an actual pro at the game. Why not? Like if Hitman lost out in the in the group stage, like 2020, nobody would hold it against him. But if he won, it would be fucking dope because you did it on Netties. Nobody even gave you that shot. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like this is kind of comparable to, I don't know, a football player who's really good at dribblings, let's say Messi or Zidane or whatever, and then it's raining, so the rain is the ping difference, right? And Messi would be saying, oh, dude, no, I can't really do my dribblings when the f f uh, grass is wet, so I'd rather not play. Coach, don't put me in. Or, I, I don't know, in the NFL playoffs, it's always super cold, the Packers Stadium or something. If they say, oh, man, if I if I hit the ground here, it really hurts, so I'd rather not play the NFL playoffs then. It's basically the same thing. Like, yeah. it's just it's, inconvenient. It, it, the, or inconvenient. The, the, equiv the equivalent example would be Messi in his backyard in the rain practicing to get at that level, and then at the main event... <laughs> At, when it rains going mm, no not for me yeah. like dude you practice the whole time for this you're ready for this except this time you're gonna benefit it it, it it stresses me out dude so like i have to like there comes a point where i just get frustrated and i go okay you don't want to play fine but like i i i did my job yep i don't know what more i can do for you yep and then i just try to move on because i'm just gonna get pissed and i'm just gonna fucking get mad yep but i'm not gonna get mad nope i'm just gonna say okay yep. you know what You've been doing this for two and, a, two and a half years, spamming these games on netties, but all of a sudden, chance for 40,000, you don't want to take it? Okay. All right. Maybe Doesn't make any fucking sense to me, but do what you want to do, my friend. Feels like uh, he's, he's chickening out of competition. He seems scared to me. Uh, not, it could be a confidence thing. Could not be a playing thing. War 3 Champions, not playing WGL. He's just afraid of good players. Get him, Neo. Get him, Neo. What, I mean, you, know, you, you don't mind beating up all the NA plebs, eh? But when the big boys come, you're scared like a little chicken. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah, taking him, fights Neo. with the War 3 Champions team on Discord, uh, but not with the world's best players. It's, it's kind of what it is, isn't it? I think, I don't know. There's a bunch of factors there. I mean, the War 3 Champions thing is a, is a thing in itself. But uh, when I just I get confused because he would grind sixteen hour days on netties and you know the ping wasn't an issue for your practice the ping wasn't an issue the time consumed wasn't an issue but you know show up three days yeah that's an exactly issue. yes like he has nothing to lose or they have nothing to lose as he's not the only one of course I'm, I'm uh, peeking a little he has nothing him. to lose you're absolutely right if he yeah. lost two o two o even to like fifteen sway and Alice. Nobody would hold it against him. Not to take like they're probably the weakest of the fourteen that would probably be there. But um, like if, if he lost, nobody would hold against him. If you come out of that group, fifteen hundred dollars plus maybe. If you win the quarterfinals, you're going up to ten, twelve thousand. Like it's crazy. Yeah, and it was it's super, crazy, it, man. It was super fun seeing Exlot there, right? And he innovated a lot playing this tournament, like. After that tournament, everybody picked up on the Crypt Lord, and 
he had a super crazy series against Fly and everyone was so happy for him and cheering for him when the games went good. But nobody is harping at him when you lose games at WGL playing from home. Everybody knows you're playing from home. Uh, that is always your excuse. Like, or mm-hmm. even the community uh, says it. Just ping, let them meet on land. We'll see how it goes. But exactly. nobody will blame you for a loss at WGL if you're playing from home. like not. I think happen. the narrative is becoming more and more that way too. Like if you lost online, online isn't as significant. Let's settle this offline whenever, yeah. whenever that is, right? Yeah. Like um, I like people think that Happy's the greatest. Maybe he is, but I'm not going to give him that accolade until he goes back offline and, and beats everyone. Hitman, they think Hitman's like top five in the world. I'm not going to give him that accolade until we get to land and see what happens. Yeah. See, because it's a whole new competition. It's nerves. It's it's the the moment, maybe a crowd. Maybe it's a different atmosphere. Can you win offline versus online? You know, you could be an online hero, but... Um, yeah, I, I just don't like I don't even think like if he lost any online thing or won any online thing, it doesn't weigh nearly as much as an offline performance. I feel it does if you pull like a crazy run like Happy did and win a tournament or go top four in a big Asian tournament. Like how hard is that? How much mm-hmm. better than well, your opponent do you have to be to pull that off? Yep. And that, well, Happy that makes de- you a star. Happy definitely proved that he was the best player in the world in 2019. When he when he beat Moon in WGL uh, summer, I think it was it was summer. Yeah. When he beat him three one, it was convincing, and this guy just came from Europe, came to to Asia for the first time, played this event, and destroyed everyone. Yeah. And it was like, okay, he's the greatest. But then the next one, I think he lost to Lin, so it was like, okay, he's beatable. What's the final? And then it was what's the grand final? Right, but then he's but then he's beatable. Yeah. So that that's the way it is. Like the major tournament di- dictates who the best player and best team in the world is. Yeah. Like that's the way it is. And that was a year ago, you know. So like I wouldn't give it to him now. Everyone's getting better. Everyone's playing better. Um, you know what's crazy though is the thought that you know Lin and Moon and all them they play each other in their own region, which is the top region. They are playing the best of the best of the best of the best every time, and to think. That maybe happy in Europe and or Hitman in NA could go there for a weekend and beat them yeah. is a fucking crazy thought in itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like happy's been practicing against Foggy. Shows the strength of Western Warcraft, is what you're kind of trying to say. Yeah, like it's it's crazy that people would actually consider it because you look at like if you think of it like Dragon Ball Z, like a hyperbolic time chamber. I mean, like Hitman's been practicing with like King Kai. You know, because NA is like the weakest level of fucking training. You know, uh, Happy's been doing like, you know, the the gravity chamber at 100 times gravity. But like the Asians have been doing like the hyperbolic time chamber itself. Like they've been in the best of the best conditions. And then like to think that maybe like if we have this offline tournament in China coming up this year, like that that Hitman and and Happy could really hold it down. And honestly, I I think Cruncher could too. Um, I think a lot more Europeans could too. I think Foggy could too. I think Exler could too. Um, It's crazy to think that not the same conditions that these players can still bang. Yeah, I feel like it's the ping is really bad, I think, for US East and Europe Central, right? So if you're closer to Russia, then the ping gets better, obviously. If you're getting closer to the West Coast, the ping gets better to Netties, if I'm not mistaken. So I can totally understand all the Central European players or the East Coast players not playing. 
Because that is like 200 yeah. ping is really rough. You might have disconnects here and there. Uh, that does happen. So yeah, that is really rough. But I think uh, US West and Eastern Europe is playable. People yeah, are I think it would hit me. When Hitman was grinding netties, he had 150, 160 ping. It was not ideal, but, you know, it's the same thing that the Southeast Asian players and the Oceanic players get every single day. Yep. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I don't I don't know how it scales, but people, you know, their own preference. It just, it just frustrated me, you know. Um, but that brings me to my next thing, the hosting servers, the hosting issue. Oh, I'm curious. Um, I, think, um, I think War Through Champions hit it on the head with this. They made like a roadmap of if you're from here, you know, they took the algorithms, they took like what servers people get, what pings people get, and they made their own um, chart, like a flow chart, basically, where if you're in this situation, if you're from South America and you're from the West, then you play on here. And if you, you know, if you're, but there are some conflict servers. So for example, South America versus South America, it's always going to work on the South America server. <laughs> wow. But, um, wow. You know what I mean? Forehead. Knowledge you Forehead. only get in the Back to Warcraft podcast. Boom. There you go. You get a little forehead place from the from the the tomato man. But um, you know the the more regions that mix, like for example, foggy in the Ukraine and Hitman in the West will always have one server's sixty versus one thirty, one's one thirty versus or one fifty versus whatever, right? But you're always gonna have like there is no middle ground. There is no one server that works for both players. So um, what they've decided to do, which is what I'm gonna do for Dust League, is make a roadmap where. If, if it's all green, you just use the good server. Like if it's Oceana versus Oceana, use the Oceana server. If it's um if you're in a spot where you're US East against a US West, you go central. Like that kind of shit, right? All three games. And then when you get in these conflict servers, which is the reason why Hitman doesn't play the War Through Champions tournaments or any of these tournaments is because there hasn't been a fair setting. It's really just been Europe central for the most part. Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't like it, kick rocks um, because Europe is the, the bigger server, I guess. Um, a lot more player base but this time there's a tournament that actually says you know what we we understand it's unfair you're gonna have a good host one game you're gonna have a good host the other game and then we're gonna coin flip for a, an advantage maybe along the way we'll give you some type of veto advantage if you do get the server disadvantage which doesn't add up to the ping differential that you'll get but what dust league is gonna do is basically piggyback off that so i've already made a roadmap that i'm pretty confident with i've talked to a bunch of players including hitman including say so from oceanic um including europeans as well um and I, I talked to a few Asians as well, just to get like a roadmap of what you guys are the most comfortable with. And if you don't want to play it, that's fine. It is what it is. Um, what it is. But, I, but, I, I, but I, this is the best the servers are going to get. This is the best conditions things are going to get. Offline will always be the cake. Um, but we do need to start taking advantage of these cross-server tournaments while we still have semblance of tournaments. Why, um, why don't you... Like there is an ability to add artificial uh, latency right to a player's mm -hmm. connection so if it, it it ends up being a situation where one player has an 80 ping and the other player has 130 why don't you add 50 ms to the player with the lower ping see i i don't think they've implemented that yet it's i in. think that's a great idea what do you mean it's in it's in you can use it how do you use it uh that's a command i think for it because I think what you should do is take the player with the, the lowest amount of ping to any server and then you go to that and then you just make that the same. I would love to do that. But are players going to play that? Because now it's even worse. I think... Then it's a 130 ping instead of an 80 ping like this. I think players still want to get the closest to zero possible. Yeah, obviously. Even if that we means all that want to. If, 
I think even if that means that someone has like a 30, 40 ping advantage, I think that's always going to be more ideal than forcing them both up more. Um, yeah, but but you. But can't, I could I could be wrong. Like, I could be wrong. You can't artificially reduce ping. You can only increase it, right? So um, I don't know. No, but I'm saying I'm saying that even a foggy who has one thirty ping would probably prefer to do 130, then 70, then 130, then 130, 130, 130. Ah, yeah, you can do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, like, for a game three, adding ping would be better than a coin flip because then no one has an advantage. Or am I missing something? So, yeah, so that's... No, that's a great idea. So you get 70 to 130, then he gets 130 to 70, and then you both get 130, 130. Yeah. Um, I think that would be perfect. See? Uh, I don't know how to implement that. I would do, I would already have added that or at least consulted with everyone to see if they would prefer that. Um, but maybe they would prefer to take the risk. And if I get the coin flip, I get good ping. And if I don't, then that's the risk I took. Maybe they would prefer that because a lot of players are down with this coin flip. They understand at this point that they can't have their cake and eat it too. A lot of players, I think, have been under the delusion. Well, I still want my server. I want my server no matter what. But I think right now, um, having talked to these guys, they're okay with, listen, I know it's shit. It's going to be, somebody's going to get fucked over. I understand that. As long as the rules are set in stone and there isn't controversy and there isn't like a debate, which is what I'm trying to do with Dust League. I'm putting the rules in stone. Before I invite you, I'm going to let you read them. Yep. If you don't want to play, that's yep. fine. If you do want to play, this it's, this won't change throughout the season. I'm not going to later change my mind and fuck you over. These are the rules set in stone. Do you know what I mean? And I think if players have that concrete, you know what? This is fair. It's fair. And, and I think they'll they'll want to play more. Of course, you'll have people that don't. But um, you have. One, I think that's the, the best we're going to get. There's, there's one big issue here that... Uh... You assume players read rules. No, no, no. So <laughs> I'm not one of those dopey admins that just like c- send a link and say, well, you're supposed to read it. Like, I think the important points for, for Dust League Super League coming up is the server implementation because it's a big difference. We're mixing everyone. It's going to be Asia, Europe, and NA and Oceanic. It's going to be everyone. It's going to be a server meant for top competition solo league. Um, so I, I'd make it very clear that even the players that qualified from NA and EU, I would explicitly take those excerpts mm-hmm. from the rules and copy paste it to them and say, do you understand? That's do you cool. understand? Yeah, or just, if you just don't, do if you don't, points. I can, yeah, I could take a call with you and break it down if you're confused. Cause I suck at reading and comprehension too, but like, I, I, I want everyone to understand. That's and good. then as soon as you can get that foundation, then people know the standard. Yeah. And so I you, think this should be the standard. I think so too. Um, and if so, player, so, so, yeah. so you don't get the 15th sway issue from the World 3 Champions Finals, where uh, it wasn't yes. like, of course, it wasn't the rules, etc., but probably not explained uh, properly, or he didn't care, or whatever the issue well, was. Well, I think there. he thought that everyone would have the same ping, right? So he got 150, Happy's got two, and he's <laughs> like, well, fuck. Like, I didn't know that. But I think it make it very clear that, okay, your one game. Like, I would even break, like, you could show them the flow chart of hosting. You could say, so in this case where you play him, you'll both have 140. In the case that you play him, you'll have 90, 30, or like 90, you know what I mean? 90, 130, 130, 90, coin flip. Um, In this one, you'll have 20 ping because you're both, you know what I mean? So if players understand, and then in the bracket, they go, okay, I got this guy. I'm playing against Fish. This is going to be on US West. We're both going to have 140. It's going to suck. But as long as you know and understand, then players can make an informed decision. Oh, I definitely agree. Um, And... I think it helps already if you have like 16 players or something and you just get the 
the ping table from them, like what's your connection to what server, and you have it all in an Excel list, so you know what's up, and you can do basically homework then, if you have that list. Of course, some, some players will be spiking on some servers, but maybe they can get a proxy then, um, that, that should fix it for, for most players, I think. And then you can work with these values, they, they won't be the same every day of the week at every hour, but it's an indicator, and then you can already uh, narrow it down to what it's gonna be like that yep. that that is i think what what you should do like if you want to sign up send me a ping table boom yep and i think that's the best way to do it that way players know yep. and honestly if you're still scared of losing on those conditions then don't play totally fine i understand but i do think there will be a lot of players that play and understand that this is the best it's going to get i hope and if not then we'll just go back to regionals and it is what it is but yeah. I think War Three Champions did a great job with the servers. This is the best it's going to get. When Blizzard opens up their own ladder, they'll have two more servers, maybe, on top of their art. They won't be able to compete. They won't be able to fix the problems. Yeah. This is the best it's going to get, and we have to act accordingly. I'm so sick of just waiting for a solution that I know isn't going to come. I think there's, there's a good. good I think there's a good point to have cross-server games, and this is the best it's going to get. And at the end of the day, it's still better than the Zotac GGC days. Where people are getting 240, oh, yeah. 180, oh, yeah. 200, oh, yeah. 300. Maybe people just um, have to get used to it again. Like, yeah, we should bring back GGC and do a tournament and be like, oh, you guys hate this shit? Oh, really? Oh, you don't like that? We were doing this for fucking years, motherfucker. You know, is the like that? Force, oh, okay. them, force them to play uh, with these bad conditions from back in the day. But yeah, speaking of Blizzard, there was a patch this week. What did they? Say? I didn't even know. There's no notes. There's they did, no all notes. they did was get rid of my, all they did was get rid of my maps. I can't open Concealed Hill replays anymore. Oh, true. Uh, I think they they changed something at Concealed Hill uh, where they erased some of the pathing blocks, and I think they added Tight Hunters and Autumn Leaves, right? Uh, but yes, not to like ladder matchmaking, whatever you want to call it, but just to the to the folder. And there was something... Wait, there was a Reddit thread about it. I didn't even read it because I deleted everything from my phone. They did They did something to Concealed Hill because poor Carson's doing Theorycraft Orc Day and he can't get a single uh, Concealed Hill replay done oh. because they fucked the maps. Um, so, yeah, something happened there. Poor guy. He's doing, like, NI and shit. I feel bad for him right now. Wait, what's the thread saying? I, I, I'm happy to inform everyone that one of the updates from today fixed green rectangle bug. Now every gold mine shows green rectangle regardless okay is that something to do with like right clicking on gold mines to see what's up I think so that's cool okay so yeah hotfix hot and a couple of, of like new maps for us it's of course old news but yeah uh, cool that they are still working on it but would be great to have patch notes I reached out to the community manager of Europe poor soul it's working or is uh, sailing that ship alone for all the games. But yeah, uh, she'll probably get uh, back to me at some point and then we get clarification. Or maybe even a threat. Want to do some Q&A, uh, Q &A, Ricky? Because yes, I do. I think, I do. like, unfortunately, unfortunately, again, we are, like, we want to tackle this topic of monetization and... Uh, how to support? I swear, I so I swear, we put in our notes every, <laughs> every single episode. Time, it just doesn't work out because we're talking too much about all the other stuff that we. Sorry, guys. This Next week, promise. <laughs> <laughs> Next week for sure. No, this was for this sure. was a good talk anyway. I I don't mind the the points we covered. I think um 
I think people can get excited about cross server again. I think people can get excited about WGL. So yeah. I think those are important points to yeah. cover. But yeah, let's get into the Q and A here. Yeah. Um, R Rinaldi saying, have you? Has there been any announcements regarding how we might see the new Echo Isles introduced to the map pool tournaments? What has the general feedback been so far? Is it positive or negative? Is there anything else you can share about the map that would be super cool to hear? So this is actually a great point. Um, I think we Echo have to Isles tell has, everybody what the new Echo yeah. Isles is. Yeah, I don't know if you could pull it up, but it uh, basically they revamped Echo Isles. It's available in the War 3 Champions folder 7.1. It's called Echo Isles V2 or, uh, v version 2. Um, and they've added an expansion. They've added a few more creeps. They've moved some creeps around, but it's basically the same Echo Isle creep camps. You still got the Merc camp. You still got the Murlocs. You still got the expansions, the regular expansions. They've added uh, uh, an expansion to the north. And they've added uh, a two extra green camps in the middle of the map. Um, just giving it a little bit extra spice. And that expo at the north is the equivalent to an expo in Amazonia. It's the mud golem um, or the, the rock golem um, camp. I'm not sure if there's slow, but there is. It's a rock golem with berserkers. Uh, at the at the 16 position that you're seeing on the screen so a little bit of change obviously position six in the middle of the map two green camps they drop slippers obviously um you get the uh, pendant or that that tier of item at the bottom but the merc uh, camps are the same the expansions are the same the turtles in the bottom are the same um and i think the turtles used to be turtle murloc but now it's a big turtle with small turtles um, so it's a little bit of difference but the gist of echo Owls is still there and i think honestly in the middle of the map Adding those two greens, the middle of the map was quite dead, yeah. quite barren at the beginning. So this is a great change. Um, my first take, having opened it and looked, this could be exciting. Um, that top expansion is very close to everyone's base. That could be an issue if, for Cripplord expansions, because if you hold that, it's kind of game over. Um, and maybe we see players fighting for that top expansion more than the original expansion. So um, could be some dicey stuff, but it's definitely going to revamp the map and it's definitely going to change the meta. How does that take over? I don't know. Tidehunters is pretty much solidified in this map pool as far as I'm concerned. I love Tidehunters. Autumn Leaves is used a lot. Um, I'm not too thrilled about it personally, but it is used a lot. So I don't see Autumn Leaves and Tidehunters getting removed from, from the current map pools. No. And then it's like, who do we replace to bring back a new version of Echo Isles? Well, maybe. How about Echo Isles? Um, but some tournaments <laughs> have already gotten rid of Echo Isles, haven't they? No. Oh, I thought like Echo Isles was removed. No, it was. I think we, we took TM. away from Dust League, I think, right? I don't know what you do with your Dust League. It's TS and TM for DreamHack, and uh, WGL just added two maps to the pool, so there's no no map removed there. So Echo Isles is still oh, in. No, just... I, I, have Echo, I have Echo Isles too. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's fine. It's getting late. So I guess we're just replacing Echo with Echo. So what, yeah. what do you. I, I don't know. Try it out. It's just like we replaced. Terra stand with Terra stand LV, right? Thank God. Pretty much, dude. I, um, I joined a game on. I joined a custom game, and it was the old TS, and I was like, "Oh my God, this map did suck." <laughs> it did suck. Um, <laughs> but hey, legendary games on that map as well. I love Aquiles. It has a classic touch. Um, I don't like it's. If if we do more map rotations, I think Aquiles could definitely be a contender for such a map rotation if we want to do more of them. Um, personally, I didn't play one single game on this map. I didn't open it. I didn't do my homework. Sorry, teacher. Put me in the book. But uh, I think the approach is really, really cool. And I think that is very different from Remo's take on things, who wants all new maps. Uh, I think making existing maps better with simple changes can be really, really good to just build 
a working map pool for like 20 maps and then we can do crazy rotations. Like one season of DreamHack, you got seven maps. Uh, for the second season of DreamHack, you rotate five out and keep two and take t new uh, new maps from, from the existing pool. Just, I don't know, just build a just build a big pool of good maps. That sounds very Boy. arrogant and very ignorant of what the work is. But um, what I mean is you don't have to never use Terran Stand or Twisted or Echoals ever again. Just put them on the bench and work on them, make them better, and then bring them back, revamped, and see what the issues are. I think that is a very, very cool approach. Um, for example, I would love to see Fix to Last Refuge with the creep camps, where the positioning is a little different as well. Uh, the problem is, of course, critter, always... Critter RNG. Critter RNG, exactly. Um, the problem always is, of course, who starts to implement it, because if, for example, Netties and DreamHack won't commit to this, then what do you do? You can, of course, implement it on War 3 Champions, but then you get rid of the Echo Isles on... The original Aquiles on War 3 Champions that still played in other tournaments. So this one is really tricky. And uh, the the board of map makers have to convince all tournament organizers at the same time to go for that push. And that is indeed tricky. Uh, but I think it's doable mm -hmm. if if someone cares. And I know R R Remo and all the others uh, care a lot. This map, by the way, by uh, Save Orcas, who is one of our wonderful Patreons. Thank you very much for that. Uh, so I, I, I Wait, love... Wait, Save, Save Orcas made the new EI? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Way to go, man. Yeah, man. He does everything. Support us. Uh, mapping. Just just being a good lad. Very good. Hell yeah. So yeah okay, I, that's cool, I, man. I really love this approach because a lot of people also don't like new things. Uh just just to get used to them and, and learn them, etc., etc. This could be a cool mm -hmm. middle ground to keep things fresh and nostalgic at the same time. I love it. I think I think there's a realm where both can exist. Exactly. I like the idea of like new maps or brand new face, right? Like yeah. the Tidehunters and Autumn Leaves. Those concepts worked. Yeah. They were brand new. People were hesitant at the start, but now they're right in the mix. And then there's, of course, the Terena Stand example where why not, if we just removed it, we wouldn't have this T uh, TSLV version where it's like, great games as well so i like the concept of revamping existing maps and i like the concept of bringing in new ones i think they can both coexist i think it's totally fine i think it is a struggle for map makers to try to push this uh narrative but the players will do that for you like look at look at wgl wgl's uh at least netties have brought in um the new maps yep. right so um it you know eventually it took them a little bit longer than esl or or any of the smaller like uh grassroot tournaments to bring them in but um I think I think it's definitely doable. We know that we can do this, and yeah, kudos to any people that are working on maps right now because, yeah. you, first of all, you're doing a good job, and and second of all, we we need them. Yeah, and if you have a map in the pool that has clear flaws, like Echo Isles, of course, being a little empty with only uh, two expansions for like in 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 total, or Amazonia getting very stale or Last Refuge having this critter issue or the freaking stupid arcs on Concealed Hill that have to go. They block vision. It's stupid. They don't add anything. Just put a, put a pole there or something, but don't block my vision. Get rid of it. Hate it. Uh, but yeah, clear flaws. Then fix them and update them and use the new ones. S sounds easier as it actually is, but... Uh, what the map making scene did in the past 
six months, I think, uh, think or even more. It's incredible. Like, they went from uh, no one's really respecting them too much and no one's even thinking about new maps too much to, hey, this is all way too stale. We gotta crack up that shell. We gotta revamp a lot and we have to, like, need fresh input. And everybody listened. The small cups listened, DreamHack listened, WGL over in China listened, and even now Blizzard is uh, adding them to the map folder, even though it's not in the ladder pool yet, or whatever they call it, matchmaking ladder map pool, whatever. But yeah, they did it. Hella proud of the mapping community. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a great question, though. Uh, I would love to see this version introduced, see how the players work with it. Um... You know, Echo Wilds is one of those maps that that I think needs to be looked at. So I think it's a great question. Yeah. Another follow-up question from Rinaldi is one issue I have as someone with a job or a life is uh, knowing about the various events and tournaments <laughs> happening around the world. Basically, yeah. if Back to Warcraft doesn't cover an event, did it even happen? There we go, baby! Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, how would I even go about following these events that you guys aren't covering? What can we do to make this easier for people? This is a huge problem. Yeah. And I think as our team of back on Back to Warcraft, we look at events and we go out of our way to try to cover them because there's a lot of really good tournaments that fall on the back burner. Um, and that could be a manpower issue or whatever, just like scheduling or whatever. But uh, there's a lot of tournaments going on. For example, if we didn't cast next, I I, bear, I think nobody would even know it existed. Um, probably safe to say. I didn't even know it was on until we scheduled to do it. So uh, what can you do as an outsider that doesn't have like the, the obviously we're in the know, so we know when, when stuff's happening. What can you use? Uh, big key, obviously the Back to Warcraft calendar. If we are casting it, it's a real thing. It's on and you can actually know what time it's on. But if we're not casting it, which is also Liquipedia calendar is probably the second best output. I check that every day. They have an upcoming matches. They have the leagues in time relatively like it's from when it's first starting to like about three, four or five days in advance, sometimes a week in advance, the Liquipedia main page for Warcraft three, um, the upcoming events that is pretty much always updated due to the hard work of Stoka and other Liquipedia editors yeah. that are implementing this. Those guys are insane. Um, they are more active than any of us. And uh, they are insanely good at keeping that updated. First of all, back to Warcraft. Are we going to be casting it? Because if we are, watch our shit. Second of all, <laughs> Liquipedia. Well, if it's on, uh, maybe. And of course, there's conflicts. We'll do something. Sometimes at the same time of another tournament, maybe you want to watch the 2v2 tournament that we're not covering because we're doing a 1v1. So I think Liquipedia uh, is a great way for you guys to just see what's up. You could check it every day and see what's going on. Uh, but if Neo, if you have another... Uh, answer yeah i would think uh that war 3 info is even better especially for casual viewers because you see what's up uh, because they implement or they import all that's happening from liquipedia and put it uh on the sidebar right they have their own calendar as well their calendar looks a little cleaner uh, so i like that a little more and you see what like, if there's a tournament live right now, uh, you see that it's live on the right-hand side and you see who's streaming it. So that makes things easier, I guess, than Liquipedia because you don't really know from Liquipedia who's streaming it unless you click on, like, two or three things or so. So War3 Info, definitely better. But I think 
the scene and this includes back to Warcraft for sure is doing a shit job in previewing and reviewing tournaments so I did that for a little while it was called the Warcraft Observer where I uh, summed up one week and gave a preview to the other and talked about some news as well so this is probably helpful because it could be a five minute YouTube uh, thing where people with jobs and not too much focus can just check it out. What's up this week? What what did I miss? Uh, maybe a little development in ELO ranks included there as well. Like a little bit sports center-esque, like a sports show thingy. Um, that's, that would be really, really cool. Or Reddit posts. I did them as well for like four weeks or five weeks. Uh, just to sum up what's going on. Where can you play? What can you watch? What's the big tournaments? What's the grassroots tournaments? And I put that on Reddit. It's pretty easy to do. You just have to copy-paste, I guess, and do a table. But yeah, uh, as I was pretty much burned out, I kind of cut that off of my workload. But yeah, this is something that, I guess, has to come back. Um, and what I love is from uh, other tournaments, there's always these threads on Reddit, right? Like, congrats to the winner of next summer, or to WGL Winter, and then, of course, with the spoiler in the title, etc., or w with a spoiler in the post. Um, and then you... You make people aware that there's so many awesome tournaments going on. You can give a little bit of recap and it doesn't even have to. It's just creating a space where people talk about this tournament. I think that's really, really, really important. Obviously, we don't want to do that for every single cup, but maybe the skill cups can just do uh, a, a summary post at the end of the week to just sum up, hey, these are our winners. Uh, this is what's going on next week. So boom, there you go. For like a next, for WGL, for a Doyu tournament, uh, for a DreamHack, we should definitely do that. And it's, once again, such a super easy thing. It's literally less than a sentence. That you have <laughs> the title and the winner and submit. Like, that's it. Um, yeah, we don't have too much focus on that. Maybe after my break I will try to restart this sports show thingy again. Or you do it. Um, if you want to be the host for that, hit me up. Yeah, that'd, that'd be something if you guys want to do that, like recapping and then also following into the what's going to come up next. That could be a thing in itself. If anyone wants to step up and reach out and be like, hey, I'll do it. You want to. Yeah, last time I, I just did a, a PowerPoint presentation with a couple of results and screenshots like that's it. You don't need fancy video editing, which would be even more amazing, obviously. But yeah, this is something that has to come back in the long run, I think. And I definitely I agree, agree that's really, really hard. To follow if you're not balls deep into the scene like for just a casual yeah. viewer with growing interest it's really not easy so uh liquipedia of course war 3 and uh yeah walker3.info and hopefully reddit if you guys like it's always hard to put that on one person's shoulder with reddit you can be such a hive mind where oh, nobody does it let me be the one and go for it you can you can be the one you you right there, you that are listening right now, laying in your bed or going for a walk or uh, running a little bit or, yeah, I don't know, maybe you. Anyway, uh, very good question, very good point, very important point. I agree. And I think if you use all three of those, chances are if you miss an event, it's impossible. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to know when it is and what it is. Yeah. So those three working hand in hand, uh, pretty good. Also, the big benefit to War 3 Info League is, or War 3 Info, Warcraft 3.info, is um, 
They have the Do You and the Africa streams as well. Yeah. Uh, ticker on the left. So if there's an event, you can actually see maybe Infi or Ted is doing a different event as well. So a uh, good cross uh, thing there as well, outside of Back to Warcraft, that is. Um, one more question from Toxie is what's your perspective on turning something you love to do as a hobby into a job? Would you consider switching to another game as a caster or work in some other capacity in the esports gaming scene? And did it change your relationship to the game itself and how much you enjoy it? Uh, let's answer those one by one by one. But uh, Neil, we'll start with you. What's your perspective on turning something you love to do as a hobby, which is casting Warcraft 3, into a, a job? Because for you, it's your actual career. It's a tough one to answer. Um... So the common thing would be, like, there's two choices, really, right? Like, if we look at a black and white perspective, either you say it's so much fun and it doesn't feel like working, so it's awesome, or you say it ruined my passion for what I, like, the passion I had before, so I hate it now. Um, but it's not really the case, like, nothing, like, neither of them are really the case for me, at least. So I still love watching the games. There's barely anything that gets me as excited as this. Um, what I really don't like and what I got really sick of, and this is why I take this vacation, is the thing, uh, things around it, like the work around it. Uh, but it's also due to our high standards. Like if we would... Um, that we have to ourselves, I guess. Uh, if we would just do what we want, we A, wouldn't be as successful as we are right now, but it would also be a lot less stressful, right? So uh, this just goes mm -hmm. with the job. I certainly love some aspect of the job, and I certainly hate some aspects of the job. Um, I could not... Like, I know a friend who is... was always a big fan of music and then started a career in the music business, and she hates it now because you kind of have you, you have to force yourself through shit music that you really really hate uh and yeah that's 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 horrible and i don't know not really the case for me but uh would you consider switching to another game as a caster or the game or work in production for like another thing or yeah, I mean, at some point we out. have to, right? Like, this this won't go on for, like, 40 years or something. So I'm definitely interested in production, that's for sure. And then it, it really doesn't matter mm, what it is, what, what game it is. Because I enjoy creating broadcasts, no matter for what. Like, I, I could produce chess and it could be cool if, if you come up with, with nice challenges. Mm. Yeah, certainly. But, yeah, I think if we leave this game, it's dead. So it won't happen anytime soon. Do you... One more on the first first question. Did you ever think that the channel would get to where it's at now? And how does that oh, hell no. feel for you? Because, <laughs> I mean, when you're casting, like, you were probably... Were you doing radio commentaries before? Uh, yeah, we did. Um, so, so like, yeah, you, you're basically just throwing shit out uh, and trying to hope it sticks. But, like, you know, what's your perspective on turning something you love to do as a hobby into a job? Like, this is, like... Did you ever see this channel being as big? And, like, what are the... What are the things that make it really worth it for like, you? In the beginning, the best thing I could see was like work at ESL or something for that, which never really happened. Uh, but starting this myself, like never ever. Uh, but you get used to success quite a bit because it's it's always progress, right? It, you don't get uh, 6,000 people out of nowhere. It, it's a steady process from 
from 100 viewers to 200 to 500 and then one event you crack a thousand that's the best feeling in the world and then you plateau a bit but then you crack 2k and stuff and one if you're a 2k um or if you peak a 2k the 1k looks of course pretty bad from that one yeah which which was at one point the best moment in your life and then it kind of sucks to only get 1k so um it's it's really hard to get satisfaction from anything for me because i always see what what we could do better what we could do next so i'm uh, never really too egocentric on the thing like I don't brag about it too much. I I didn't see like a golden future. It was even risky going full time when Reforge came out. Like it was a big step, but that, that got me worried for. It. We could have, in hindsight, we could have and should have done it very, a lot earlier though. But it's it's cool that we can do this. Uh, this is something that makes me proud for sure. That it's working somehow. This is a thing that shouldn't work. Like four people getting money from casting Walker three in twenty twenty one. This is a thing that shouldn't exist. Like. But how is it for you? For you, it's a lot fresher than for me. Uh, it's not your full-time job, but it's still a job, and sometimes the cast is a grind. Yeah, I think... Um, I've been in, like, Warcraft 3 and, like, esports for a long time, and I've always loved, like, fantasized about the idea of getting paid for what you do, whether that's, like, a manager for, like, a pro team, like, joining Cloud9 as, like, the Warcraft 3 coach or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, that's that's been my initial one. I've always wanted to, like, join a pro team and get paid for that. But, that, like, this avenue I took was, um, at the start, like I said, I didn't even want to cast Dust League. I wanted Carson to cast, and then we'd bring in guests, and I would just produce and, and run a good tournament because I was good at admining. Uh, so I thought. Um, well, so I think, right. I, I don't know. I guess that's subjective, but, um, how is it for me? I 100% relate with the, if the numbers aren't as good as yesterday, it's a fucking plateau without actually looking at weight, dude, you have a thousand viewers. Like when I first did dust league on, on the back to work channel, I was shitting bricks because I was like, the, <laughs> the only thing I didn't, I didn't want was for you to say, nah, we were not interested anymore. So I think like when we had like 500 viewers and then I remember one time we got 800 and I was like, fuck yeah. And then we got like a thousand and I was like, that's it. We're, we made it, baby. we locked in a thousand people watching at, at 12 o'clock at night. Let's go. Um, and then like now I think I look at numbers differently. I look at like, oh shit, we got like 1200. That's a bad stream compared <laughs> to the 4,600 viewers we got the other day. And I think that's a bad way to look at things. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, those numbers are terrific. And um, it should never be a bad stream because of numbers, by the way. Uh, it should just be a bad yeah, stream if you really fuck up. But numbers don't mean yes. too much. And I agree with what you do is I'm, I don't really look at numbers anymore. I look at the product and sometimes they go hand in hand. Like yeah. if I fuck up production or if there's a long delay or something like that bothers me more than viewership. True. Um, because I think like, like for something like ESL Europe, the players will do it themselves. All I have to do is have good, clean production. I don't even have to have good casting. I just need true. to kind of just coast. <laughs> that's actually, and everyone that's will, actually true. And everyone will just enjoy it. Um, so when you look at it that way, um, yeah, it doesn't stress me out anymore. Has it? Um, would I consider switching to another game as a caster? It would really depend. I think like the reason why I enjoy casting right now is because I work with Giannis and Remo and Carson and sometimes Todd and they are like the huge, I don't think I would do it by myself um, to be very honest with you. 
So they would have to come with me or, or yeah. be with me in some capacity. Although I do like other things about esports. Like I love marketing. I love working with other companies and, and like interacting and, and doing that. Cause I would love a marketing job in esports later on if, if uh, back to Warcraft wasn't a thing, but I, I don't see back to Warcraft going anywhere anytime soon. Just uh, we're up baby. We're it. going up. Yeah. And how would I love to follow it up? How did this change the relationship to the game? So it big time. So I never really knew shit about the game. I just love watching it. Um, yeah. I never really understood the nuances. So this job, the casting has let me watch games differently. Um, where I just watched to be entertained. Now I watch to learn what's going on. So I think it's definitely given me a much higher game IQ. I've had a much higher game IQ in the last year than I've had in 15 years. Um, and that's me I going that out of my be, way to that can be bad though oh man this is an xxl uh episode already but i think this can be bad if you have a very good game iq you oftentimes know what's up and you can't really get too surprised anymore this is why i don't learn mm. anything about the game i just refuse to still get excited wow that's a great point man because I'm how many times can you watch the orc grunt shaman uh against archer hunt if you know what's going on exactly. you're not as entertained if you don't know shit then it's always good you don't really even realize you're seeing the same shit over and over again Ooh. i'm realizing i see the same shit over and over again that's a really good fucking point yeah you know? maybe maybe ignorance is bliss ignorance is bliss and this is why you have uh ideally a two-piece broadcast where one of the guys is an idiot but gets excited and the other is knowledgeable and can explain all the stuff yeah exactly uh we, we, I think we know where, where we know where our we, role. Yeah, we, we know, know, yeah. know your role. Like that, like the rock said, we listen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, this. So I, oh man, I would of course uh, love to learn so much, but I have to hold my say uh, my, myself back when it comes to knowledge in the game for the sake of your entertainment there at home, buddies. There we go. That's a good point. That's a good point. Right. I think it's great though. I'm really happy to be on this team. It's it's a dream, really. It's. Oh fucking cool it's, it's really cool it's awesome good questions though really good yeah. questions this week Love from the, the q a if you guys have more if you guys have more feel free to drop some if you guys are watching and and you have another follow-up don't hesitate in the in the back to work of discord um reach out in the q a spot ask some more questions we really appreciate that what um, we also Jesus appreciate is, is if you uh, follow and subscribe to our podcast. It's very important on Spotify, on Google Podcast, on whatever it's called with Apple right now. <laughs> I think uh, Apple Podcasts or something. Just hit the follow button, hit the sub button, give us a rating if there's an option for that. Hit the thumbs up on YouTube, subscribe to this channel on YouTube. That always helps. And if you want to be really, really generous, like a couple of people that we will read in a bit, you can sub to our Patreon as well. Yeah, those people are important to us, and they are the Profiteer and Pedroot, uh, Jay Gats and Don Delare. We have the Midas tier Scription, Save Orcas, who we talked about as making EI. I didn't even know, I didn't even know that, but uh, we love you, dude. Uh, Nem, Teggy, and Toxie, of course. We took a question from Toxie earlier today, and the Golden Goat, which is Nubaquakes. Uh, big shout outs to you guys. You guys go above and beyond and you deserve the recognition. We love you guys so much. Absolutely true. You can find us on patreon.com slash back to Warcraft. There, of course, you find all the perks you get. Uh, six different tiers. Five are still available. And you can pick uh, from two euros to 50 a month to support the channel the best way you can. We can. Whatever. That's it, Ricky. See you next week. Yep, you're going to bed. Back to the back to bed for another three week slumber. See you later. Uh, so we'll see you next week, Neil.